0: This is an AMI podcast. This is an AMI podcast. Welcome to A Yogi's Guide to Health and Wellness. My name is Kevin Naidu, and I am so deeply grateful to have another one of my brothers on the show today. His name is JC Rawadi. He's a yogi, he's a teacher, he's a chef, and so much more. I connected with JC first through my teacher, Sienna, and I had the privilege of being with him in a men's group last year. And he's just a beautiful, beautiful, heart-centered soul when I met him, I felt like I found another half of me. I felt like another brother. There was such a automatic connection with him and I just feel so grateful to have him sharing his gifts here with us today. So welcome, JC.
1: Hi, Kevin. Thank you so much for having me with you today. I'm feeling so privileged, so honored, and deeply grateful for your presence as well in my life and how we connected.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I always look at connections. I always believe in divine timing. And I feel like you came into my life at a very pivotal time in my life. And like I said, I'm just really grateful for you. So thank you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So JC, I just wanted to start by asking if you just share a little bit with our audience and tell us a little bit about you and the work you do.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Thank you for giving me that. Um Jay uh the name JC, which is a lot of people uh, kind of interested where it come from. Um I'm um, it's the name is Jean Claude actually and um is a shortened for J C. Um and it's weird because um, you know, obviously my family I'm Lebanese born. Uh, I came to the UK, where I live at the moment, uh, since 1989. And I've been living since then in the UK. And I grew up here, uh, lived all my adult life, you want to call it, uh, being a chef, as you probably know, until the 2015, when I kind of like took the leap of faith and left my full-time employment as a catering chef and get into a teaching of full-time yoga.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. What a journey. If I was to ask you, JC, what does it mean to be a yogi? From your perspective, what would you say?
1: Yeah, I mean, to be honest, for me, definitely to be a yogi, it's the, the, the journey that you kind of like take upon yourself to discover the truest nature of your own being. And what is it actually your purpose in life? And then what is it that you are here for on this planet? And what you're serving, you know, in, in, in relation to your family, to your friend, your loved one, even to the people that we dislike often. And to be a yogi is just like to connect inward and kind of like reach into the depth of your own being and kind of like reveal kind of like the, the, the soul purpose of your being
0: (laughs) right right so so in other words it's like finding finding the guru within yeah absolutely yeah you know it's it's interesting the world shows us you know as we as we grow up to not look inside to just fill ourselves externally with every little thing um every little thing out there, right? But I I love this journey, because it's such an internal journey, where we can actually dive inside and be present and allow ourselves to process and actually feel into some of our emotions. And I know for me, as, as a man growing up, I was very disconnected for from feeling and from feeling into my emotions for such a long time. And yoga kind of Strip back that veil and allowed me to feel into absolutely everything. It was just—it's such a beautiful gift. I, you know, I um, I truly, when I say yoga saved my life, I I truly believe that, and that's my truth in every aspect of the word.
1: Absolutely, I second that. It's definitely, it did help me find, like I say, my true purpose, and helped me, and then saved as well in my life. Definitely, it changed my life forever. So,
0: JC you lived you lived through the trauma of the war in Lebanon um, with all the mm-hmm. factions going on and everything. And if you mm-hmm. look at that time and that experience, mm-hmm. was there a gift that came out of that darkness that you experienced? And if so, what would that gift be?
1: Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I mean, I, 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 I was fortunate, lucky as well, that I kind of like lived there. And of course, I'm fortunate that my younger years like you know i didn't live it properly because of this war but it taught me it taught me a lot when i kind of reflect back at the time i know i came to england like i say i was 19 naive and you know kind of discovering this journey in life like to become a man to to become the person i became and it it taught me a lot about the responsibility it taught me a lot about connecting with people as well because even though in the war, you know, we were disconnected, we were apart, and sadly, the war destroyed a lot, and kind of division, that's the most important thing that taught me. It's like that the division in Lebanon civil war to divide all the different, let's say, religion, the different, you know, culture. So when I came to the UK, it taught me this is not about the division anymore, because we are all interconnected. No matter what we do in our life, no matter who we are, no matter what we are, what color we are, what gender, whatever religions we are, we are always connected. So this, like I say, taught me so much, you know, to look beyond that and look actually at real, the depth of it and, you know, connect with people in, 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 on, on a level of actually not the outside, as I said, the inside, the depth of them and then discover them and like kind of like kind of like get on <laughs> from from this point of view. And it's been amazing. It's been amazing.
0: Right. I you know, I um, I totally get that. And just going off of what you just said, you know, within the division mm-hmm. and just allowing this division to separate and come back home to yourself, you know, speaking to to yoga Mm -hmm. um and accessibility i feel like there there's been a lot of division within yoga and i know i know i've always come from and speak to this and bring awareness that you know this practice is for all of us and it Mm. should be about accessibility and about us coming all together and celebrating us collectively. Cause when we can come collectively together, we can Mm. support each other's greatness and all division falls away. Absolutely. Right. And I see that as like a huge gift in yoga. You know, there is, it doesn't matter your skin color. It doesn't matter your religion. Like you're saying, it doesn't matter everything else because we see beyond that. Um, We Mm. see beyond that. We see into Allowing yourself to just be reflections for each other.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and that's yeah what drew me more and more into the yoga world. That's what drew me to become a yogi.
0: Right, right. You know, and I, if I'm really being transparent, before yoga came into my life, I used to judge myself. I used to judge everyone around me. That used to be a primary feeling every single day. And yoga allowed to strip back that veil and to to allow me to see through the lens of creator, through the lens of Unconditional love, where there is no division, where there is no difference, where we're just all breathing the same air.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, this is a so so beautifully spot on, and I believe this is why the connection, Kevin, as well, in like between us, is definitely because yeah, it's just like you said, you know, when I came to England after this war and trauma, I thought like I don't want to go and be like whatever they 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 put in our head in a way there, this is your enemy, this is your this, this is this. No, we are not. We are all united. We are all together. We are all connected.
0: Beautiful. So if I was to ask you, what does accessibility mean to you within yoga? I know this this word has come up a lot in the last few years where there's actually an accessible yoga conference um Mm -hmm. that that gets done in the us every year you know my my tv series it's gauged at visually impaired viewers and allowing this practice to access everyone Mm -hmm. so if i was to say accessibility what would you what would you say to
1: that okay it's a really interesting i mean i love that because yes i i for me it's all about you know Kind of access assessing yourself and accessible to your own self first. And that's what I mentioned, the discovery of the journey of discovery about the self and how you can kind of like become who you truly are, and then to get it accessible to other people. So I see it as I am a a vessel, I am a, a container that I want to people to reach into this container and then kind of like don't be afraid to reach and then to ask for whether to ask for help, ask for support, ask for guidance, because I see myself as this channel. And like I say, that goes through me and then allow them to be accessible to other people to learn what I've learned, what I've gone through in my life. And that's why I see it this way.
0: Beautiful. I, I I love how you just convey that. Thank you for speaking to that so clearly and and with so much love behind it. I can I can feel your love, JC, um, right in my heart. So thank you. I know this is a loaded question, but how has yoga transformed your life?
1: Okay, this is again kind of amazing because this is um, you know I now when I came to England, I I had no I couldn't speak a language. My my first language is is of course Arabic, Lebanese. Uh, we we speak French as a second language. That's why the name is Jean Claude. Um, you know, I'm, I was born Christian Orthodox in Lebanon, and there's so many different religions there, and which is we get on so well with everybody, unless a division comes. Sadly, so when I came to England, I kind of didn't find I find myself working in Lebanese restaurant, learning the Lebanese cuisine, the kitchen, and working speaking Arabic and with everyone else. So. From there, obviously, I didn't know anything else. So I carry on doing what I'm doing. And I went into study to become a professional chef. And I carry on work with a different kind of group, different catering, you know, like from French to English to Swiss to Spanish, everything. But the 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 catering, I found, like, it, it's not me. You know, the more I work, I get stress, long hours. Uh, I wasn't enjoying what I was doing as a such. And I I became the person that I dislike myself. And I wanted to change that. And then I'm so grateful because my beloved, my wife Tracy, kind of got me into the first class of yoga. And I was in 2000, uh, sorry, 19, uh, 19, uh, 2000, we met, 2003. And I didn't do much yoga then because I had a business you know, restaurant and everything. But then I went back to yoga in 2007, 2008, and I started practicing, and I started to feel the difference in me, the changes in my mind, my heart, my body, and around me as well. And I started to weigh up between the catering and of course, the yoga. So by 2014, this is where I met my beloved teacher, Sienna Sherman, which is, you know, very well. And this is when kind of like it kind of like, like a light shine in front of me and in my heart to say, yes, this is what you need. You need to do that. You need to follow that path because that is going to show you who you are truly and how you can be of service. And that's what I kind of like become, you know, that change in me when I know I want to step the threshold. And then by 2015, as I mentioned, this is where I give up my full time employment as in the catering to embark on a journey in yoga
0: (laughs) full time. Beautiful. And you know, as you're speaking, I heard my my own journey, and I saw my own journey, which is very similar to yours. And, you know, transitioning, I know you were in the hospitality as a chef, I was also in hospitality for 20 years as managing restaurants and bars. I, I, that's what I previously did before, before yoga. And to take that, to take that next step into being a teacher, as you took that step, it it takes a very huge well of trust, and I know I had to go through that well of trust—trust trust in myself, trust in um, the knowledge, trust that I'm going to be supported, and all of those other pieces. Right. So I'm sure you had to go through that same experience. And you know, for me, yoga is just over the last ten years. It's deep in that well of trust, in, in uh, you know, within me. Um, so I can just live really present um, every single day. So JC, I know I know for me one of the biggest catalysts and gifts on my journey, and our our beloved teacher Sienna speaks to this so much is is shadow work you know there's there's a lot of people that often are scared of shadow work because it's those places that you don't want to look at that generate shame blame denial all these other things um wounds especially if we've been through trauma and 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 other things like that um but when i look at my shadow at, at doing the shadow work i look at it as the greatest gift on my journey because i was able to look at things and and honor the wound by looking at it with love instead of judgment, and allowing myself to transform it um, into light, because it is a part of my journey. And I have to embrace mm-hmm. all parts of my journey. Otherwise, I'm not being me. Yeah. So can you speak on, 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 on shadow work and, and how that's played into your journey?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, there's a beautiful story, and I'm sure Sienna remembers remember, because uh, she always reminds me of this. You know, in 2015, 2016, I kind of like, after I met Sienna, and I was with her for the Mythic Yoga Flow filming and in Bulgaria, and then she introduced the first RASA 300-hour teacher training in Berlin, and... Of course, without a doubt, I said, Yes, I'm I'm coming to study with you for the three hundred hour. And on the first module we were there, obviously, you know, Sienna's tapped into the shadow work. And I I went to her, I said, you know, do I do I really have to can I not do it? Do I have to do the shadow work? And she just laughed at me, like looked at me and laughed and smiled and said, Yeah, you have to. And I'm so grateful because, like you as well, and I was so afraid of the blaming and the shaming. I was so afraid to go back into the self, you know, like kind of like work with my own shadow. But then this has opened up so much for me, like say, like to actually turn to the self and kind of embrace that, you know, lovingly, kindly, and, you know, without any blaming, shaming, and, you know, without any culture, without anything like that comes into it, that haunted me, or maybe haunt me for so many years in my life that I've been pushing away of it. And yes, I was scared, I'll be honest with you, but then once I embarked into it, no, this is a beautiful journey. You know, I love it, and it's scary, yes, but you know, we're all scare of things that are known or known, but then we are scared because we are turning our back to it, not our heart to it. The moment we turn our heart to it, it melts. It disappears.
0: I love how you just conveyed that. That's so that's so beautiful. I totally agree. It was like one of the biggest catalysts on, on this journey. And I was in that same place, JC. There was a lot of fear. I was scared. Things were stuck deep in my subconscious, and I didn't know what I was even going to see. And, you know, that brings up a lot of fear when, you know, we we try to control things in life so much. And when you're dropping into that, there's almost a sense of no control. And because you're not knowing what you're going to experience or what you're going to see. But yeah, I feel like as long as we have the right intention, as we go in there, and a safe space around us to support us, we really find the gifts from that,
1: mm-hmm, definitely.
0: I know you and I have never talked about that, but I had a feeling that we'd share a similar perspective. So, JC, can you share about your journey to finding, but also living your dharma, your purpose?
1: Yeah, I mean that definitely is like, um, as I said, like you know how the journey unfold for me through my, like you know how I escape the country and when I was 19 and how I started to discover the work obviously that I embarked with the people I met and how obviously transformed through yoga practice and you know for me always been being in the Mediterranean Lebanese you know like my mind was like more open and expand when I was little when I was young because you know into being equal into being between male female for example my mother work hard my dad supported her and she was like the divine feminine like you know the the shakti energy um she's always supported my dad my dad always supported her so when i came here i want this as well to happen and i want to kind of embrace this and an honor that a lot so through the catering work i did i always believed like in healthy body healthy mind but to have healthy mind It's not only, for example, the practice maybe of yoga, yes, but then to be whatever you see through, this is your vision, your TV, that is going to absorb into your mind and then goes into your heart. So you have to really process this healthy mind to go into your healthy heart, to your healthy body. So my kind of like through the key, Working in the kitchen and being a yogi and involving different work, I work now, as you know, a lot with men. I'm trying to bring more men into the practice of yoga because I want them to really open their heart and their mind and their body as well to see things differently, not only through the asana practice, but you know more than other practice like mantras, mudras, pranayamas, meditation, and everything else, and weaving all of these together through, of course, the rasa yoga. T- you know, class or school. This is what I believe where I am, and then I'm combining now. You know, like uh, a, the the food and the the yoga practice, and then the create all of this safe and brave space for everybody else and for myself as well to be. You know, in service for the greater whole, for the being, for the whole human being, if I can.
0: <laughs> wow and you know within you doing that you're you're living your dharma and you're supporting your greatness as you connect to these deep gifts inside of you right as we all have these deep gifts inside of us and i feel like that's that's what yoga is doing it's stripping back the veil and it's 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 bringing us back home
1: and for me home is beautiful word because you know we always look at home as a shelter home actually the home of the being is our own heart
0: Yeah. Absolutely. And the that is so true. Absolutely. Thank you so much, JC. And I would love, I would love if you could take our audience for a few minutes through a, a tool or an exercise um, to support their healing journey.
1: Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, uh, for me, Ganesha, Lord Ganesha, he's for me is like the, the grounding force energy that every time I feel disconnected. I I tune into Ganesha and I ground myself. So I'm gonna take you a little bit of meditation, kind of seated, kind of like connecting to the source and maybe maybe a mantra as well, see how it goes. (laughs) So I'm gonna invite you to be comfortably seated, upright position, eyes closed if you can and feel the breath in your body. The inhale through the nose, exhale through the nose. And then visualize that, that seat that connected you to the earth beneath you, that it ground you through the core of your being, it rooted you down like the tree, you know, that started to kind of like move deeper and further. And then you seated upright position, so the spine is long, the shoulders relaxed, the neck is long, and the top of your head reaching up to the sky. And that energy moves you through the different direction, towards the earth, towards the sky. The inhale meet the exhale right in the center of your being, the heart center. And you feel the energy from Mother Earth. And you feel the energy from Father Sky. And your heart open, deep, with every breath in and every breath out. And every time you feel disconnected, every time you feel lost, You tap into that energy right at the base of your spine, where Lord Ganesha sits at the root, the Mullah Dara. And you see his smiling, drunken face, his pot belly. And you feel that safe, that connection. Notice the breath and allow yourself to melt away through your own heart and maybe chant this mantra with me sharanam ganesha sharanam ganesha sharanam ganesha om gam ganapataye namaha om gam ganapataye namaha om gam ganapataye namaha Om gam namaha Come back to the breath when you're ready softly open your eyes and come back to the space you're in Beautiful
0: beautiful Thank you, JC. I felt that. And you know, I have a very deep, strong connection with Ganesha as well. And um, he was the first Hindu god I was really inter- introduced to um, growing up and was always present my, my whole life. So I, I, I very deeply felt that. And thank you so much for for sharing and for sharing your gifts and your knowledge and for guiding Guiding our audience through a beautiful practice to support their healing journey. I feel just beyond blessed. If our audience would like to find you, where can they find you?
1: Sure, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm on as well, of course, social media as a lot. JC Yogi is my kind of brand, kind of yogi name. So you'll find me as JC Yogi1 on Instagram. At J.C. Yogi on Facebook page and my website is www.jcyogi.com
0: Thank you for listening to Yogi's Guide to Health and Wellness This podcast is produced and hosted by me, Kevin Neide Technical Production by Sam Robinson The Manager of AMI Audio is Andy Frank Thank you so much again to my beautiful guest, JC, for joining us today. Have a beautiful day, everyone. This was an AMI podcast. For more accessible media, visit AMI.ca.